Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, y'all? This is Zach Lover. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. What had happened was, man, there was a lot of shit that had happened, man. 2023, it's just about a wrap. It's almost done. A lot of shit went down, man. Lost a lot of people in 2023. The great Jim Brown is one of the people that I remember the most that was lost. Lisa Marie uh, Presley, Matthew Perry, the Israel-Hamas war, uh, the people that, remember the uh, Titanic-bound uh, submerged little submarine joint that, that, that imploded and them people died? And the first thing we thought was, what the fuck was they doing in that stupid shit? Because I know that's the first thing I thought. And actually, uh, Demar Hamlin having a um, heart attack right there on the, on the, on a uh, football field. Bronny James had a heart attack during practice. Remember, they both had to have a defibrillator, or they would both be gone right now. Remember that that happened in twenty twenty three. But when the, when that something happened. I think I speak for a lot of black people when we said immediately, that's some white boy shit. I think the, the first thing that we thought was that's some white boy shit because that ain't the kind of shit A, we can afford, and B, we not doing that shit. We just, that's just not black shit. You understand what I'm saying? We not, you're not going to convince no black person in a right frame of mind. You can get Oprah, Tyler Perry, anybody with money to say, yeah, we're going to get into this little ass submerged submarine shit and go all the way deep down to the bottom of the floor to see the wreckage of the Titanic. Fuck out of here. You know what we're trying to do? We're trying to buy a fucking football team. We're trying to be a managing partner in a sports franchise. That's what we trying to do. We ain't trying to spend $700,000 to go look at the wreckage of the fucking Titanic. What had happened was I was going down there and the shit blew up. It imploded. Every fucking body died. Everybody. And I'm telling you, first thing black people thought is some white people shit. The mass shooting in Maine. Remember that? That was around October this year. We was like, oh shit. Mass shooting? White boy shit. The only time we got shocked in a fucking serial shooting or some shit like that is when the DC sniper. We as we knew that was a white boy. Then it turned out we was like, fuck. The Oscar slap. The Oscar slap. Wow. The fallout from that shit. Wow. The fallout from the Oscar slap was incredible. My man, uh, Marlon Wayne's special. The whole special was about that shit. And it was funny. And it was funny. It's called God Loves Me. Go see the shit. Fucking hilarious. If you ain't seen it. 
that's how much of a fallout that slap happened. Longtime friend of mine from Philadelphia, Charlie Mack, ain't talking to me now because of that. Because I said if it was me, Will would have got his ass locked up that night. And I'm going to stand 10 toes down on it. I'd have had him locked up. You don't slap me on fucking TV. That's an assault. And the police was right there. And they should have locked him up. Mad at me about that. So I guess two grown men can't have their own different opinions on something. I dig it. Will is your man. You've been with Will for 30 years. I dig it. I got right to my opinion, man. You're going to have to respect that or just don't be my friend. The Nashville Elementary School mass shooting, that was in March. Y'all remember this shit? We all held our breath when DeMar Hamlin went down on that field. And I knew it was bad because they just immediately cut the fucking commercial. I knew it was bad. I said to myself, this is more than just a concussion or some shit like that because he just dropped, y'all. Nobody hit him. He just, yo, he had a heart attack. He went into cardiac arrest on the football field. And then Bronny James went into cardiac arrest at practice. And they're both back playing the game that they love. God bless him. Bruce Willis is in, whoa, Bruce Willis is fucked up, y'all, health-wise right now. Bruce Willis is fucked up. Do you remember the white homeowner? who shot the black teen because the teen went to the wrong house in Kansas City to pick up his brother or something, shot him, killed him. How much Trump did we get? How much Trump indictments did we get in 2023? Yet, he's running in 2024. We're still going to see if they're going to take him off the fucking ballot. We still have people in this country that believe that Trump did not lose in 2020. That it was a stolen election. He has like 96, 97 indictments. He has more indictments than people that went to see Beyonce in concert. And you know how that was in 2023. Usher was a big story in 2023 too. Huge story. I just talked about this the other day. The shit that Usher did was phenomenal. Because if you remember for a short while, Boys to Men had a residency in Vegas. And it wasn't all over the internet like that. And then Mariah had one too. For a minute. Usher shit came and it took the whole fucking black world by storm. Every single woman in America wanted to run and see Usher in Vegas uh, and married. Usher had the catalog. Usher has the stage presence. Usher has the dances. He has a choreography. Same thing. He got the six pack. Everybody wanted to go see Usher. Women was dressing up next to nothing. Thousand dollars, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred to see Usher, but only 1500 to put you in the boondocks at Beyonce's Renaissance Tour. Y'all motherfuckers paid all that money to see Beyonce, that Beyonce made a film, so you could go watch the film looking at yourself at the concert. So I could pay way less money and see the same concert you saw, plus all the behind-the-scenes shit that you didn't get to see standing in the audience, and you paid $3,000 for fucking tickets. People got evicted so they could go see Beyonce. You are a stupid fuck if you did that. Yes, you are. You, yes, you are. You know you're a stupid fuck, but bless her, because I made money off of her. The residual effects of Beyonce's Renaissance concert in every city she went to was after parties, and they had to be hosted by somebody. Yeah. 50 years of hip-hop. That was the biggest thing for me. 2023 was the biggest 50 years of hip-hop. It was magical. I, I I love to see everybody get their props, all the contributors, but it wasn't done right because it's not run by us. You know, that concert at Yankee Stadium was bullshit. Wasn't done right. The Grammy shit, the first Grammy shit, <clears throat> that shit was bullshit. Fuck you, MTV. 
you did uh, tribute the VMAs, and you didn't mention your own TV raps. Uh, how? But fuck you for that. Because we knew you wasn't going to do this shit right anyway. Then the Grammys had it again, and it still wasn't right. Because it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, not rap. It's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, not rap. Hip-hop, rap, DJ, breaking art, graffiti art. None of that was represented. I know you can't represent everything, but the basics you can. See, that's when you get not hip-hop motherfuckers doing shit. And when KRS-One was asked about it, he said what he said. I, I couldn't agree more. You ignored us for 49 years. For 49 years, you totally ignored and disrespected hip-hop. Now, that's the 50-year anniversary. You want to come and do this grand shit, but you didn't have all the elements of hip-hop being represented, so you really fucking didn't do it. We still don't have strict gun laws. All these mass shootings, and we still, going into 2024, they still don't give a fuck how many people just get shot and fucking killed. They still don't. There gives no fucks. Late October, Matthew Perry passed away. They act like the fucking world was supposed to come to an end. Of course, he was on Friends. He's a white boy. But fucking Jim Brown, the man who put his fucking life on the line trying to mentor gang members and all that shit. Matthew Perry ain't never did none of that shit. Jim Brown was a passing fancy. Passing fancy. Shit was crazy. The whole shit when Trump came down to uh, Atlanta for his indictment, I was so fucking pissed, y'all. I have a house in Atlanta. I was so pissed because I was in Atlanta blocking all the streets off. How do you have a prearranged bail before you get there, coming in your own plane, drop the shit, get the police escort to Fulton County Jail, get fingerprinted real quick, a half an hour total you was there, and they get another police escort back because you're the former president, you committed a felony. He should have had to sit there in jail. I don't care if the Secret Service got to protect them, fine. Let him stand outside of his cell until the fucking time for him to have a bail hearing like every fucking body else. They did a prearranged bail. This motherfucker, remember the time he said he could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and still be president? I'm starting to think it's, it's true. It's true. Because you motherfuckers is crazy. 16 people got killed in Lewiston, Maine, y'all. And this shit, I don't know if y'all remember it, a, a, a six-year-old shot a teacher in January. That shit was crazy. What's a six-year-old doing with a fucking gun, y'all? So I was talking about on the last episode of Come On Son, the podcast, about how we got to do a better job with our children. There's a lot of ridiculous fucking shit. Every time you watch a Chiefs game, I got to look at fucking Taylor Swift. Cause she's dating Travis Kelsey, but I don't see Simone Biles when they play the when they do the North Carolina games. Her husband plays for that for that team for the Panthers. You don't show her every time they score a touchdown or some shit. Shit is ridiculous, man. Shit is just fucking ridiculous. Fifty on a troll like a motherfucker. The Diddy story just kind of took over. The end of 2023, we just brushed over the Cuba Gooden Jr. shit. He got another two charges. We ain't be talking about the fact that Jamie Foxx was brought up on charge. We ain't talking about Doug Morris. We're not talking about Jimmy Iovine. We ain't talking about L.A. Reid. The shit took the light off of Russell Simmons shit. This Diddy, Cassie, Diddy, every fucking body, Hoff, Pierre, Diddy, everything. Old clips coming up of Aaron Hall talking crazy. I like the fucking public. Niggas seen my dick. Like, what are you talking about? Diddy and them know? Wow. Wow. This shit is just, yo. I I don't know what's going to happen in 2024. But 2023 was fucking cool. That shit was crazy. The wildfires. Remember in Maui and Hawaii? Remember them wildfires? 
that happened. That was like August. Remember? And, and then people got on The Rock and Oprah because their properties didn't get destroyed and everybody else shit got fucked up. And it was like, yo, how did that shit happen? Then all of a sudden, they can start buying up all that property. So people were saying, yo, they set them fucking fires. They gave like a little bit of bullshit money and everybody started coming at them like, Nigga, then you just get like thirty million for doing Black Adam or something. You giving up two hundred thousand and shit. So they come back with more money. Man, that shit is crazy, man. That shit was crazy. February we had that shit with the uh, Chinese spy balloon. Remember that? Y'all really figure getting a lot of this shit that happened, man. Y'all remember that? That shit was. And and oh, one of the big stories is fuck boy Tucker Carlson. Got kicked out of Fox News in April. Y'all remember that? Remember the Dalai Lama controversy? Man, that shit was crazy. Remember he asked a kid to suck his tongue? Remember that shit? <laughs> Yo, there's a lot of shit. There's a mad shooting in L.A. Yo, this shit is, yo, there's a whole lot of shit, man. That shit was crazy, man. Jeremy Renner, remember he had an accident? The uh, private school shooting in Nashville happened. Trump, 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 and more fucking Trump. It's a whole lot of shit happened, man. I can't even remember all of this shit, yo. I can't remember it. I know Tyrese was always complaining about some shit, as usual. It's just so much shit that happened, man. I can't, I, I'm like, y'all, I can't re- fucking remember. All the shit. Oh, Kanye West. God, good goddamn. Excuse me, Lord. Sorry for saying your name in vain. But Kanye motherfucking West. Now he's turned around and apologized. Kanye fucking West, man. What can you say? Is he on meds? Is he off his meds? What the fuck? Kanye West is the equivalent of the fucking news cycle. Golly. Golly. Kanye fucking West, man. I don't even know what else to say about that motherfucker, man. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back with more of what happened was is Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son. What the fuck is the deal? Come on, son. The McNugget Buddies are coming through McDonald's again. And they've got brand new fits created by street style icon Kerwin Frost. Get the brand new Buddies and your McDonald's faves. Your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets. Plus a medium fries and medium drink. Collect them all before they're gone. Only in the Kerwin Frost box. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It is robust. More than a smile or a laugh, it's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting a real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. It's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s. Like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneaker. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay where you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. 
That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Come on, son. What the fuck is the deal? Come on, son. Welcome back to the podcast. Come on, son, the podcast. What had happened was we were just talking about so many things that had happened in 2023 as we move closer to 2024. It's kind of like I'm looking forward to it. You know, last night was, was a very incredible, epic night as far as comedy goes for me, reaching the end of the year. No, I didn't I didn't perform anywhere last night, but I had an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with some of the greatest comedians of our time. Last night I attended a show called Straight Jokes and No Chases um at the State Farm Arena headlined by um <coughs> excuse me headlined by Cedric the Entertainer, D.O. Hughley, Earthquake, Linnell, and Bruce Bruce, Damon Williams. And just to have all access backstage, just to chill in D.L. Hughley's uh, dress room, smoke cigars, drink, have conversation, running to my good friend Damon Williams again from Chicago, who I still owe him a weekend at his club Riddles, which I am going to do in 2024. Um, Just to soak up so much knowledge, man, and to be in the presence of Cedric the Entertainer and soak up so much knowledge just being around these dudes, man, and watch how they move for my future as a comedian. To watch the way these dudes move is another level. It's just, it's different. And to watch them balance so many things and to have, you know, me absolutely all these years later get an opportunity to thank DL again for putting me on the Hughley show when he had that show on TV. And for him to tell me, hey, man, we working on something else right now. And I was watching that uh, episode that we did when you was on the show twice and you played Cousin Jimmy twice removed. And to be working on something right now, a new show, and for him to say, man, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, it's drying here. Um, when we get up and running, bro, I'm, I, I got something for you. That means a lot to me because D.L. Hughley is the kind of dude that is not going to say something just because it's in the moment. You know, Damon Williams is not the kind of dude that's just going to tell me something because it's in the moment. They keep it all the way 100% real with you. And I totally appreciate that. So I know, damn, what's in this room? I'm sorry, y'all. I know for a fact that if it comes up and running, it might not be the first season, but I'll definitely get a look. And I know when they go do Martha's Vineyard in August of 2024, I'm going to be on that show and I'm going to be on that stage. I know that. Because these are the kind of brothers, they they just they don't have no reason to lie to you. They've been doing it for too long. You sit in the room as a comedian. Well, other comedians, that that's all they do for a living, you got to respect it. Now, DL got his own radio show, syndicated radio show. But he didn't have to do that. That ain't something he had to do. He could just make money. Being D.L. Hughley, I was in a space with two of the kings of comedy, man. That's a great space to be in. 
Two of the kings of comedy. Matter of fact, the year ended off with me being around three. Two of the original kings of comedy. But I also had an opportunity to sit down and talk to Kevin Hart. So as far as comedy is concerned, for me this year, it's been a beautiful thing. It has been a beautiful thing. And we're moving into 2024. Rapidly moving into 2024. So, some stuff that was on my bucket list just happened to hit me by surprise. And big up to my man Rico from Chicago, who is, says security. Rico hit me whenever he come to town. Where you at? Let's go smoke. One thing led to another. Ed, you want to come to the show tomorrow night? Absolutely. I got you. And uh, the rest is history. You know, it wasn't just here's some tickets. It was like, yo, we got you backstage. We got you parking downstairs in the back where we park. Yo, it was, it was just an incredible experience. That's the first time I've ever got to park in the media parking lot. And I've done shows there with the radio station and just had to park like in a regular. I mean, I was down in the, you know, when you come through the uh, artist's entrance. But still like in like the Ruby lot or something like that. So when it was time for me to get my car, my car was with everybody else's car. But This is the first time I got to park where the tour buses park. And they're on the road. So if they come to a city near you, catch this. It's It's incredible. Straight Jokes, No Chasers. It's incredible. It's hosted by Bruce Bruce. Bruce is hosting. You got Linnell on his show. You got Earthquake on his show. You got special guest Damon Williams on his show. You got Cedric the Entertainer on the show. And D.L. Hughley on the show. Straight No Chaser. Funny, y'all. Funny. The master's at work. Funny. Finding your voice is, is one of the most important things, and I wish that for everybody, not only for all the comedians out there, but just for us in general as people to find our very own voices moving into the new year. I wish everybody all the best. And I just happened to uh, go down that rabbit hole this morning I was telling y'all about. Um, I got a show coming up January 19th in Staten Island. Uh, it's Ed Lover and Friends comedy comedy show. It's January 19th, Staten Island. Y'all can go to Ticketmaster right now and get your tickets for that show. Ed Lover and Friends, I'm hosting. It's myself, Rodney Perry, Talent, Rob Stapleton, and Kelly Cows. So um, I'm the host. So you can get your tickets right now, Ed Lover and Friends, uh, January 19th in Staten Island, New York City. So get your tickets right now. So um, I was posting that this morning because, you know, they say early morning post and after 5 o'clock, right, gets the most views and then algorithms and all of that other stuff. So I was posting that early this morning and something else that I'm doing with the live mixtape band January 4th in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yeah, starting off right for me. So I was posting that. And, of course, I slipped down the rabbit hole. And once you slip down that rabbit hole, that's a hard place to be. Once you go down that rabbit hole of looking at social media, whoo, boy, that is one hard place to get yourself out of because one thing leads to another one, then somebody DMs you, and you start looking at that. But I found something interesting I want to share with y'all. So there is... This thing called The Neighborhood Talk on Instagram, at The Neighborhood Talk. And they posted something that said, things we should leave in 2023, go. So you know I had to go to the comments because the comments are the best part of anything. And uh, one of the things they had was messy blog sites. And I guess The Neighborhood Talk could be called The Messy Blog Site, but I thought it was funny that somebody posted that. Somebody else posted black men versus black women bashing. I could not agree more. Can we leave that in 2023? 
I'm so tired of hearing about broke niggas, broke bitches, niggas ain't, bitches ain't, niggas ain't, bitches ain't, niggas this, broke niggas this, you don't want to pay for my dinner for me and 12 of my friends, broke niggas this, bitches ain't got no money, I'm not taking this, I'm not doing that. Black women and, and versus black men bashing, leave that in 2023. I totally agree with that. Blueface, Krishan, and Sexy Red. Do I agree with that? Blueface and Krishan, absolutely. But Sexy Red is an artist, and she has a right to be a successful artist, whether I'm a fan or not. And am I a fan? No. No. But she, she has a right to put out her music, and if people like it and gravitate towards it, fine. You know, I think it's bad for the image of black people overall. But, you know, hey, a lot of people that say it's just entertainment. But the whole blue face Krishan thing, Krishan Rocks, blue face, blue, uh, Krishan Jr., Baby, Jada, whoever, I'm so fucking tired of it. I had to actually ask somebody who the fuck is Blueface. And they told me it was a Tatiana dude, bust down Tatiana rapper. And I was like, what other records do he have? And people was like, I don't know. I know bust down Tatiana. And that was a while ago. And then I found out Krishan Rocks was from some Zeus Network TV show that she became popular on. I'm just, their whole drama like is fabricated. It's bullshit, and I am so fucking tired of it. I agree. Let's leave. Uh, Sexy Red could go into 2024. I don't mind that because that's, that's hip-hop. It's not hip-hop, actually. It's rap, and it's entertainment, so fine. I, I don't care. Okay. Okay. Everything and anything you had to emotionally and mentally heal from, leave that in 2023. I agree. I agree. Anything that that you had to emotionally and physically heal from and mentally, you know, emotionally, mentally, pretty much in the same boat. But anything you had to, you know, heal from, leave that. Once again, Blueface and Krishan. I'm telling y'all, this is like they are the most popular thing on here in these comments that people say they want to leave in 2023. It's Blueface and Krishan. Every other thing is there. Now, here's something that I found very interesting. The women versus men conversations and podcasts by unlicensed therapists and doctors. Yes. 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 I have not done one in 2023. I've reported on what's being said, but I have not sat a bunch of women in a room in 2023 and a bunch of men on the other side talking shit about each other. Because you know why? Because y'all are not able to do this and y'all are not able to do that. I didn't, I don't, I don't, mm -mm, that ain't my thing. Yeah, leave that shit alone in 2024, please. Please. Nikki versus Cardi debates. Yes. Can we leave that? Yes. I concur. They're both artists in their own right. If they don't get along, that's fine. But we shouldn't be at the point where we're arguing and fighting each other behind two rap artists. That's them. The Nicki and Cardi debates can go into a can and can be mailed somewhere deep, deep, deep to the North Pole. For real. I'm telling you. Somebody said all podcasts and microphones. What would y'all do without us podcasters? Now stop that. Stop that. See, there we go. Bluetooth, Blueface, the moms, and Stewie, and everybody. Uh-huh. Black men hating on black women. First of all, it's women. Okay? Woman is singular. Women is plural. Black men. Black man hating on black woman is one thing, but black men is plural. So you're saying you want to get rid of black men, plural, hating on one woman or black women? Learning how to spell correctly 
and spelling things incorrectly should be left in 2023 too. I agree with that. Okay, stop that. Stop shaming single mothers. Y'all don't shame single fathers. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I shame single fathers that don't take care of their kids. Single mothers are the bear the brunt of responsibility for bringing a child into this world because it's on you. No matter what we say, no matter what a man does, a man can tell you he don't want a kid till he's blue in the face. If you're going to have a baby, you're going to have a baby. So that's a huge responsibility. And I don't know what you meant, how that person meant by shaming, but nobody shames. We, we understand the responsibility of having a child. And if you're doing it by yourself, ladies, you take on a huge responsibility. Remember that you take you taking on a huge responsibility of caring for that child, nurturing that child physically and emotionally, making sure your child is educated, making sure your child is raised in a proper environment. So if we see something happen. And your child is involved at a very young age, an early teenager. Yeah, we're going to look at you sideways because the responsibility of that child is on you. Okay, now, if the father is in the life, then it's on both of y'all. Okay, but a lot of times, let's just stop being, let's stop having children without being in each other's lives. Let's, how about that? How about we stop shaming people that actually take care of their kids? Let's stop making that a thing. Let's stop bragging about it. Let's start, like I said in another podcast, cultivating better relationships so that we have less single moms, unless, of course, something happens to the dad, which couldn't be prevented. That's different. There's always going to be nuances to everything, y'all. So, But I can dig that. If you're going to shame single mothers, you should sh shame single fathers. I get that. Relationship podcast. That's another one. People don't want to hear this shit. Somebody say podcast, shut up in 2024. Uh, not me. I'm not doing it. 50-50 date conversations. Yes. Can we please stop having it? I'm going to lay the rules down to dating for anyone that has a young un, a young un, y'all heard me, a young un, for anyone that has a young un, please let them know this is what Uncle Ed says. And I don't mind Uncle Ed. Because I'm at that age now. I'm fine with being Uncle Ed. Here are the rules for dating. If a guy asks you out, he pays. If you say, we should go out, pay for yourself. Simple. If a guy says to you, I'd like to take you out to dinner, he's paying. If you initiate the date, then you should pay for the date. Me and you should go out sometime. And the guy goes, yeah, when? Saturday. Then the next thing that should come out of the guy's mouth, listen, young men, listen. If she says to you, we should go out sometime, and you go, I like that. When are you talking about? You doing anything this weekend? No. Do you expect me to pay for this? Because I don't mind paying for it, but you did initiate it. And if you can't pay for it, don't do it. And if you can't afford something, don't do it. And if she doesn't want to go to certain places, don't take her. That's not for you. Don't do it. Do not. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a good time and dating a woman. But I'm going to say this and make this clear, young men, going into 2024, you do not have to go broke trying to impress a woman. If a woman likes you, she will go anywhere with you. But she has to like you. This is... My other podcast, Cultivate Better Relationships, in 2024. 
Get to know somebody. Have conversations. And I'm telling you this because I told my daughter this. And my daughter hit me with that, oh, he got to take me to STK shit. And I was like, that's the guys you don't like. If you like a dude, and I know this, I've been on the receiving end of both. Of the guy that you just wanted to go out with to eat good and the guy that you really liked. And when I'm the guy that you like, I can say, yo, what you doing tonight? Now I'm going to, I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings watch the game. You want to hang out? Sure, I'll meet you over there. Buffalo Wild Wings don't cost that much. Well, for some people, but you dig where I'm coming from. There's nuances to everything. That's what she'll do if she likes you. So understand if you're just a date, even if you are just a date, you don't have to be an expensive date, fellas. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, sink yourself into debt to take somebody out to try to impress them. That's no. Let's leave that in 2023 too, please. Leave all of that in 2023. 50-50 date convos. That's not nothing you had. I just gave you the rules to dating. Okay. Arguing with people on social media you don't know about these celebrities that none of y'all know in real life. Bingo. The Navy, the Swifties, the Barbs, the Bayhive, all of y'all. Get a fucking life in 2024. It's okay. To be a fan, it's not okay to be a fanatic. And I know that fan comes from the word fanatic. But some of y'all take this shit to a new level. We're moving into a new year. Leave this shit alone. Even Nicki Minaj asked her barbs to stop threatening people on social media. It's not cool. Everyone has a right to their opinion. We all look at social media because we like other people's opinions. Dr. Umar recently said that Eminem can't be one of the greatest of all time because he's not African-American. Dr. Umar, please. Please. First of all, the one thing I want to know is, and I think I need to Google this, where did you get your doctorate? What makes you a doctor? And then where did you come from and what makes you an authority on hip-hop? No, Eminem don't need Dr. Umar to tell him that he's one of the greatest of all time because we've already have said it. Hip-hop is for everybody. Hip-hop might have been created by black people, but the love of music, melodies, and rhymes has spread all over this world. That's like saying Pun can't be one of the greatest of all times because he's not African-American, because he's Puerto Rican. Fat Joe don't deserve to be in hip-hop because he's not African-American. You weren't dead, Dr. Umar, respectively. You were not there. I wasn't even there in the very, very beginning of hip-hop. I wasn't there with Dougie and Mo D and the Crash Crew and Grandmaster Cass and Shah Rock. I was not there. I wasn't there. I fell in love with the music when it first came out, but I wasn't a part of it. I was on the fringes of it. On going to the Latin Quarter with my sister and them. I was on the fringes on it. I got on in 89. I got on right, right after the greatest year of hip-hop albums dropping, which was 88. I got on in 89 and was able to show those videos and help spread the gospel of hip-hop around the world. I am highly respected in hip-hop, way more than you, Dr. Umar. So who are you to be saying something like that about Eminem? Who are you to be talking about Eminem can't be a GOAT? That's what that's what these people are talking about. And then it becomes an argument on social media with people that you don't even know arguing about celebrities that you don't know. And I don't know Dr. Umar personally, but when I heard about that, that really fucking bothered me because Eminem is not only a dope-ass MC. I consider Eminem a friend, and I know how hard he worked to become the dope MC that he is. Did y'all know that Loud Records passed on Eminem? 
they said when they heard the demo tape, I got this from my man Dan Tanner, that he was just rhyming, just like he wasn't he didn't have songs together like he did when he got with Dre and got cultivated. And Dre heard something in that dude. Anybody has the right to become one of the greatest of all time. Black people didn't invent basketball. Like, come on, son. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that shit is crazy, man. Now, here's something else that I'm going to say it. And I see it was written down here on this list of things that we could leave in 2023. BBLs, large eyelashes, those bank robber wigs, and the sexy red little girl. I already spoke on sexy red. I said she can continue. I don't want to leave her in 2023. I think that, you know, she's just Kim and Foxy and Trina and all of them and the city girls and Megan and Cardi. It's fine with me. I don't care. Um, BBLs, that's up to you. Do what you want to do. Um, but those super long eyelashes, y'all know what I'm talking about. The ones when you can hardly open your eyes. There's nothing wrong with eyelashes, ladies. Nothing wrong with them. But when you're overdoing them, we can leave that in 2023. I'm going to add something else to that. Baby hair. The, 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 the fake baby hair. And the baby hair that comes on the wig that you just attach to your skull as if you're wearing a new era baseball hat. Yeah, let it go. And for men, the fake beards and the glue-on wigs so that you're not bald-headed, you look crazy. You just It is what it is, man. Either you can grow a beard or you can't. Now... We're putting hair and glue on your face. Same thing with the ladies applies to the men. You can't say to the ladies, let's do one thing this way. And then y'all run around getting fake waves, fake beards, fake everything. It's crazy. As well as gone absolutely bonkers right now. That is definitely something we want to see left in 2023 all of that leave all of that in 2023 fussing arguing the com- the comparisons leave all that in 2023 do us a favor so here's something else i saw cheating broken homes putting down people who choose to be child free that goes on pronouns The constant argument over pronouns has got to be stopped. For real. If I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to argue with you about it. Constant delusional debates and battles over what a real woman is. That's, I don't think that's delusional. Everybody got an opinion. Blueface, Krishan, Jade and their kids, his mama, Kanye, everything. Yeah, Kanye, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is my rant. This is you, Jews, this, that, and the third, all of this. Then I'm sorry. Yeah. And Michael Rappaport, too, while we at it. Donald Trump, well, that is not going to happen because he's running for president in 2024. So we're going to hear a lot more Trump. Okay. Elon Musk, definitely. Nikki versus Cardi, time to let it go. Baddies everywhere. Just the word baddie. Can we let that stay in 2023? Okay. Bad music in general. Uh, downplaying therapy in the black community. I I don't really see that. Has anybody seen that? Has anybody? I think we are more in tune now in the black community with going through therapy and having a therapist than we've ever been in 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 my 60 years on this planet. Um. I just want to see us stop shooting ourselves in the foot as black people moving into this new uh, year. You know what I mean? I would really like to see that. But overall, I think Krishan and Jaden and Blueface's is number one that people just want to leave into 
2023 and not bring it into 2024. Overall, out of thousand some comments that I'm looking at, that's the number one thing that people don't want to see anymore. Pharrell. I don't know why people think people just, I see somebody say the hate Nikki train. I don't, I don't find that. Well, at least around the, I don't be around young people like that. Uh, the people I be around, we don't, we don't really pay attention to it. Like it might be something small if it's worth talking about, but we don't usually talk about Nicki Minaj like that. Unless you got, we know when she comes out a new album, people say, hey, have you heard Nicki's new album? And we'll be like, yeah. What'd you think? Be like, yeah. You know, but that's about it. We don't, we don't still, we don't still do that. We don't still do that anymore. Yeah. Somebody said the obsession of with people getting married or not, the obsession with trying to control when a woman should have a baby. That's the that's now that's a huge debate since Roe versus Wade got turned over. The obsession of controlling when a woman should have a baby looms and it, and it, and it's bright. It's big. It's a woman's body, so a woman should have a right to choose. I don't think that you could tell a woman who has been raped and finds out that she's pregnant, that she has to have this child, that she has to bring the child to term. And if a woman does, you're going to scar her for life. And then even if she puts the baby in foster care, that's another human being that has to go through the foster care system. I don't, I don't think it's right. I think you should let a woman decide. I'm, I'm going to stand on that. Ten toes down. You know what I would like to see not come into 2024 personally? Um, I think I already said the big eyelashes. I already said the baby hair. There's nothing wrong with it, but it doesn't look good on everybody. And, you know, the way we follow trends is different now because the trends are all on social media. So that I would like to see go. Um, some of the slang stuff. You're... Being associated with New York City. All of us don't talk like that. That can go. Okay? No cap. That can go. Uh, dudes calling women bro. Bro is short for brother. A woman is not a bro. Bro, get off me, bro. That definitely can go out the window. And more or less... I, I am 100% against this standing on business. Everybody ain't got no business. Everybody don't have business. I'm standing on business. I'm standing on business. You don't even have business. You don't have a business. Every serial entrepreneurship, start a business, know about business, study business before you open a business. Okay, that everybody's hating on you and nobody's supporting you. You have to support yourself first. I'm an OG. These are just words from the OG. If you're not supporting your business, how's other people support to, supposed to support your business? And one of the main things in having a business is promotion of your business. When I'm around, my friend Kerry has his own business store called Kerry Couture in Mableton in, in Georgia. When I'm around people, men that I know are fashionably forward men that like to dress because he has really nice stuff in his, his men stuff, like grown man stuff, I always tell him about Kerry's spot. And if I have one of Kerry's cards on me, I give it to him. If somebody compliments me on my hat that I wear, I'll tell him where I got my hat from. Now, this one came from Fruition, this one right here, Amazing Couture made. This one, Fedora Designs made. I always try to promote my friends, but you have to be promoting yourself more than I promote you. It's not up to me to go out of my way to promote your business. And my friends that have businesses go out of their way promoting their businesses. That's part of having a business. You just can't open 
a soul food joint and think that your friends are going to eat in there every day. It's not going to happen. People don't eat the same thing every single day. So you have to reach out to people who normally wouldn't know about your soul food place. And that's called having a budget for advertising. Sometimes word of mouth can keep you open, but word of mouth plus advertising, it makes a difference. All the major Amazon still advertise. Everybody advertises. Hulu advertises. Netflix advertises. HBO, Stars, Showtime, all of the above will spend money in advertising. It's not just a post on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is constant to people is tired of seeing it. 2024 promoters who are promoting. I am going to post it one time. I'm not the promoter. Now, if you want me to go all in, then you're going to have to give me a piece of the door too. But if it's your job promoting it, because you're paying me the bulk of the money is the money that you are supposed to be making. So you should make sure that the show is promoted properly. It's your show. You hired me. I'm going to come in there and do my job. But if it's not filled up, don't tell me it's because I did not promote it. I'm not the promoter. You are. I know when I'm promoting something. When I'm promoting something, I promote it. I've done promotions before. I spend money on promoting when I'm promoting something. If I'm promoting a show, if I'm promoting a club that I put together, I'm going all out to make sure it's a success. But don't put out a flyer and then tell me to put it on my Instagram page 150 times. I'm not doing that. I'm going to post it. And then that's that. And you can't overwhelm people. This is this is the a debate that I always get into with my manager because we'll be doing three, four different things. Give you a class example, right? Going into 2024, I have a January 19th show in Staten Island. Then I got, I think, the 25th to 26th or something. I'm in South Carolina. And then January 4th, I got a show in Stone Mountain. Now, the show in Stone Mountain is the Ed Lover Live Mixtape Band. Um, I put together a band and I do all the rhymes cause I love hip hop and I, they sing and they play and I just jump in to do all the rhymes, but it's so dope because we have so much fun doing it. Right. And you know, there's so many song rap records that's out there that is an unlimited amount of stuff that we can do. Remixes, all, all kind of stuff. So, that's what I'm doing January 4th, which is next week, in Stone Mountain. But you're not going to pay attention to the 4th, the 25th, the 26th, and the 19th. So that's why the promoters who are promoting this, that's why they have to continually push it out. It's your venue, especially if it's your venue or you rent a venue, you have to continually push it out to your people that you know because me doing it, I'm confusing my audience. When you see Coca-Cola press go on a product, you don't see them really heavily promoting the other products at the same time or in the same space. You can't, you just can't do that. And it's like, man, post this, post this. I'm like, yeah, I just posted that. And then he'll come with something else and he'll send me to repost, to put on my stories. I'm like, bro, this is way too much. One thing at a time and make sure that the promoter is doing what he needs to do. Not just me. Everybody looks to me to, to do a thousand posts. Put this on your Facebook. Put this on your Instagram. Put this on your TikTok. Put this on your Twitter. I'm not the promoter. I'm trying to get my mind right to perform. And then want to tell you that it's your problem that people didn't know or didn't come because they didn't promote it right. They count the door against you as if you're a co-promoter. And I'm not. I'm going to give you the same show whether it's 
10 or 10,000. You are the promoter of the show. When you know people that promote stuff very well, companies that you see that promote themselves very well, Wayfair is another one, promotes itself extremely well. Extremely well. You have to be that kind of person if you have that kind of a business. Oh, could you tell everybody that? No, I got other stuff going on. Can you post this to your page about my nail shop? No. No. I shot you out on my radio show, but I'm not posting it to my page. Yo, can I send you some stuff so you can take it? You just want to send it to me so I can take a picture of it and put up on my page because you, and then you want to send that, you snap that, put it in your stories, and then I add it to my stories. Then you push it back to me to add to my stories again. Not doing it. No. 2024 is a brand new year. I know we all going to make those resolutions that we're going to get into shape. We're going to take better care of ourselves, but we do need to leave the sickness and stuff behind that could be avoided in 2024, especially my men. We ain't living long because we don't go to the doctor. Leave your fear of going to the doctor into 2023 and make sure that you take better care of your health in 2024. You have to. You have to. You got to take better care of yourselves. Rest in peace to my man, Howard Marcus Buford. Rest in peace to Che. So many people that I lost close to me, them two the most. Steven Sanders. I grew up on 209th Street, rest in peace. Losing my man Marcus Buford was the hardest thing for 2023. Oh, my God. So tough. Che Rogers, so tough. And two totally healthy people that God just took home, just gone. Suddenly. Pulmonary embolism with Che, heart attack with Marcus. Just crazy, man. Just crazy. Let me see. Is there anything else I want to leave in 2023? That's general negativity, man, and violence. Violence among my people. I said this before, and I'm going to say this to y'all one more again. This is the last time I'm going to say it. People are not going to believe that or respect. They, they're not going to believe it or respect that black lives matter until we respect black lives mattering. We, we have to chill out with the black on black violence. We have to let that be. I know it's not going to stop it just by me saying it, but let that be the lowest percentage in this country that it's ever been. I know there's no way to just, you're not going to curb violence in America, period. You're not going to do that. But let it from us to us be the lowest percentage. When we look back on 2024, going into 2025, let's look back and say, yo, black on black violence, man, that percentage was way, way down. Let's just learn to love each other a little bit more. Not control our emotions a little bit more. Not get so wrapped up into this thing that you're ready to hurt your brother or sister. I'm not saying that it's not warranted at some point. I'm not saying that because we all get there. We definitely get there where we want to pop somebody in their mouth. But you can't do that all the time. Hey, live well, eat well, drink well, smile often. Drink a lot of water. Take care of yourselves. Take your vitamins and all that. And I'll see y'all in 2024. I'm looking forward to another year of Kibbutz, son, the podcast. I'm just looking forward to just hanging out with y'all and just enjoying life and jumping on this microphone to say what I feel sometime. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next year. Next year. God bless y'all. Welcome to 2024. Come on, son.
Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, son. What the fuck is the deal? Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Come on, son, son. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.